It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is Cindy Liming, your host of your Daily Dose of Awesome. On this show, I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. Last week, I talked about my latest addition to my morning routine. Now that I'm finished with online teaching for the summer and I'm done homeschooling my daughter, I have a little more time to ease into my morning versus rushing around and doing Zumba while cooking breakfast and doing office hours and having Zoom meetings all simultaneously. So I'm glad that school is finally over. And all this week, I've been able to do my morning routine outside. I have my coffee and I read and I journal all on my front porch while listening to the birds. No one is awake but the birds and me and it sure is peaceful. And honestly, I love this so much that it helps me get up in the morning. So I suggest if you want to have a peaceful morning, get up a little earlier and just go outside first thing as long as the weather is cooperating. I also wanted to update you on my latest 30-day challenges. I have a book called 130-Day Challenges. And I really like it because it encourages me to start new habits that I never really thought of. And it helps me to be a better person every day. And last month, I, um, my 30-day challenge was to write letters to 30 people. And I had to write one thing that I liked about myself. And I really enjoyed writing letters to those 30 people. Um, I got a lot of positive feedback. And um, it made me feel really good. And I know it made the people that I care about feel good too. And writing one thing that I liked about myself sometimes was a struggle. But but I did it. Those are now finished, and now I'm working on my next 30-day challenges, which is watching 30 minutes of TV every day and making my bed each morning. Now, for some people, watching TV for 30 minutes might sound like a strange 30-day challenge. My husband definitely watches more than 30 minutes of TV a day, no problem. But for me, I never really watch it. If the kids are all out of the house, I might have it on when no one is home just to have some noise in the house, but otherwise I really don't watch TV. I don't even watch the news anymore. I can't trust any media right now, whether it's the news or anything that I see on Facebook. It seems like every newscast and article that I read, someone appears to be an expert, and maybe they are, but then they both say contradicting things. 
So like, for example, one expert will say that I must wear a mask to protect myself and others from COVID, while another expert tells me not to wear one and it is unhealthy to wear one. So I don't know who to believe. And for the record on the mask issue, I hover somewhere in the middle. But anyway, all of these contradicting newscasts and articles is exactly why I don't really care to watch the, the news right now. But since I'm doing this 30-day challenge, I'm taking the time to watch TV, not the news, but like shows on TV. And I don't think I'm gaining too much other than sharing an experience with a loved one, which is a big deal. So far, I've watched Outer Banks with my son, which was very good. So if you um, are looking for another Netflix series to watch, Outer Banks is very good. I watched Breaking Dawn 2, which is from the Twilight series, which is kind of an older movie. And I watched that with my teenage daughter. And we'd been meaning to watch that for a really long time. And oh my gosh, it's really good. And there's a surprise ending, and it's insane. So if you are a Twilight fan, and I, like I said, I know Twilight is kind of come and gone, um, go back and revisit that because, I mean, it's been years since I watched Twilight. Um, but I was really into the movie. It was really good. And then I've been watching High School Musical, the series with my 8-year-old. And it's okay. It's not as good as the original movies. Um, but anyway, if I'm not watching with someone that I'm not watching. There's just so many other things I'd rather be doing, but I do love spending time with people I love. Honestly, I don't even know what to watch if I was watching alone. So I welcome some suggestions, um, and you can put that in my Facebook group if you have anything that you think I might like because I really don't, really don't know what to watch. And as far as making my bed every morning, I was raised that way. I had to do that every morning when I was growing up. And then when I moved out, I never did it again unless I had to. And therefore, it's a very good idea to get into this habit. I made my bed today for the first time in a really long time, and I felt happier when I walked into my room. I'm really going to try to keep up with this. And I'm hoping that maybe since I never make my kids make their own beds, they will learn to make them when they get older and see the value in it. We'll see. Today, I want to talk about the what ifs in life. I used to say what if all the time. For example, when starting this podcast, I had so many what ifs. For those of you who just started listening, I'm a school teacher and a mother of three. And I live an hour away from my husband and stepson. So in essence, I'm a single working mother of three. And I'm also the children's ministry director at my church. So in a nutshell, teaching children is my business and having conversations with kids all day every day is what I do. Therefore, starting a podcast is so out of my comfort zone. But I felt a constant nagging feeling to start one and I kept what ifing. I kept saying, well, what if I don't have time? And what if no one listens? And what if people think it's stupid? And I could keep going. But one thing I never did ask myself was what if I'm a success? What if I have lots of listeners? What if no one hates it? And I don't know why, but most of us tend to ask negative what ifs. I think it's because we want to protect ourselves. I don't know about you, but I absolutely do not like the feeling of rejection or failure. And I'm pretty sure no one likes it, but it really isn't the end of the world. 
if anything, you learn something. That's what I always tell myself. I never fail. I learn. I found myself back at the what if game. There's this app called Listenable that I recently purchased. And I'm kind of a nerd and I love to be learning something all the time. And I'm wondering if it's because I didn't take learning very seriously in high school. So maybe I'm making up for it now. But anymore, I love to learn and I love to learn anything. Listenable is like a podcast, but it's classes instead of shows. So instead of taking an actual class, you get to listen to about 10 lessons in about an hour and learn something new. I am full-blown addicted to this app. In fact, I've listened so much that I really need them to upload more classes. They upload new ones each week, but I'm ready now and I'm anxiously awaiting for the next upload. I love it. And if you love learning but don't have time or money to go to a class or take an online class, you have to check it out. I think I paid like $50 for the year and it's worth every penny to me. There's a link in the show notes for more information. Anyway, I was looking around at their website and naturally they need teachers. And I submitted an idea about teaching a class on Listenable about positivity. You get paid and everything, and I can certainly use the money, and this is right up my alley. I love to teach, and I'm a podcast host, and the combination of the two skills is exactly what it would take to teach a class on Listenable. I submitted the idea without thinking twice, and I got a response right away that they were very interested, and they asked me a few more questions. And I answered those questions, and I also had to outline my curriculum for them. Then I had to wait for their approval. And while I was waiting, I began what-ifing like crazy. I kept saying, well, what if they don't like my outline? And what if they think it's stupid? And what if, what if, what if? And I was driving myself crazy. So I had to sit down and write about this and get it off my chest. (laughs) And I had to reflect on times in my past that are similar to this. My podcast is similar to this. So I gave myself a pep talk and I tried to rephrase my negatives into positives. For example, what if they love it? What if they love it so much they want me to teach more? What if I can reach thousands or millions of people with my message on awesomeness and my philosophy? What if it makes more cash than I ever imagined? These are the questions I'm trying to focus on. When I go back and answer all of the what ifs about my podcast, 91 episodes and 21,857 listens later, I'm okay. I've been through this and I learned from that. This is more than I could have ever imagined when I first started. Well, guess what? Listenable approved my outline. But I find myself what-ifing yet again. I have to send them an audio sample of a lesson and they will provide feedback on how I can make it my very best. When I first read the acceptance email, I started thinking, what if there's so much feedback that they actually decide they don't want me to teach for them? (laughs) Or what if I struggle and the list goes on and on and on and on? And eventually I took myself on a walk and spent some time alone to clear my head. I found my center and I asked myself, what if my own children started what ifing? What would I say to them? Well, I would tell them to turn those into positives. So here's what I'm trying to focus on when it comes to my what ifs that I'm dealing with right now. 
So I'm trying to think to myself, what if the feedback is minimal because my sample is so close to perfect? Or what if they love the sample so much that they want me to teach another course? What if my course actually helps people? Wow, what a difference those questions make. What what if questions are you asking yourself? You might be thinking about the pandemic and businesses starting to open up. I know that's something that's been on my mind as well. And many people are having anxiety over this. And I've asked myself, and you might have asked yourself this too, what if I get the coronavirus? What if my kids get it? What if we never go back to school? There are so many what ifs that we ask ourselves right now. Can we turn those into positives? So like, what if I leave the house and I don't get sick? That would be awesome. What if my child finally has a play date and remains healthy? What if we go back to school? Here's one. What if we go back and there's no spike? I know I definitely need to work on my my what ifs. I mean, sometimes the what ifs can be helpful. For example, if you ask yourself something ridiculous like, what if I jump off this building? I think we all know the answer to that one. And no, turning it into a positive like, what if I fly, isn't actually going to keep us safe, now is it? But sometimes safe isn't the best way to go. If you want to try something new and you are asking yourself, what if I fail, then this would be a good time to counter that with, well, what if I don't? And I would love to continue the conversation in my Facebook group. So please join the super positive group at facebook.com slash groups slash YDDOA. You can also follow me on Instagram at your DD of Awesome and on Twitter at Cindy Liming, which is spelled C Y N D I, and Liming is L I M I N G. And be sure to check out my website at yddoa.com, where you'll find all of the deals and episodes of your daily dose of awesome. So this week, as soon as you hear yourself saying, What if? try to make that what if a positive. Make it an awesome week. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.